Fierce Athlete Podcast. We are female athletes being raw and real about the joys and struggles of life, both on and off the field. We share how faith can both heal our wounds and reveal true beauty. Welcome everyone to season three of the Fierce Athlete Podcast, the You Are More Than series. I'm Sam Kelly, and I am joined by my former college rival, but now good friend, Brittany Bach. This season, we'll be diving into the things in life and sport that we often define ourselves by. We'll pull from our own experiences of the lies and insecurities that we believe about ourselves and what holds us back as athletes. We'll leave you with practicals and how to share this with those around you. Together, we're gonna learn the truth of who we are. Because you are more than your performance, your body, what the athlete culture says about you, others' opinions. You are amazing. You are a daughter of God. You are fierce. You are more than your past self, part one. Yeah. So we're actually, we decided to do a two-part series for this one. Um, This week, looking at our past selves fondly, but in the way that it's like, wow, I wish I could go back. I wish I could be who I was or the player I was before XYZ happened. Next week is going to look at uh, looking at our past selves and maybe the things that we've done, um, the things that we're not proud of and the shame that still exists in our hearts. Um, but first, yeah, we're just going to jump into this week. And I think Britt and I have some, some good experience with this. If you've listened to our injury podcast, you know that we both have been through many ups and downs in our sports careers. And, um, you know, when I, you know, when I was coming out of high school, I was one of the top defenders in, in the, definitely in the state, um, if not the best. And then I blew up my knee. And so I go to UConn and I loved, I love defensive center mid for those who play soccer. Um, I love to be a defensive center back. I'm six feet tall, good in the air. Like that's just where my heart was. Actually, my, it's really fun. My sister who also played D one soccer was the goalie. So it was like my personal mission in high school in club. It wasn't the same, but to like defend her, we were actually a, a wicked combo state champs. It was fun. But anyway, Hey. Yeah, 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 it was fun. My senior year, my littlest sister was on the varsity team. It was like a wild ride. Anyway, I'm digressing. But I go. <laughs> we both have had our coffee this morning. Um, yeah. So I go on to college, right? And um, I come back on the field and my coach makes me a center forward. Which I ended up eventually loving. Here's Britt, who's like a goal No, I'm just, time out. This is just like funny to me because I feel like a lot of people, maybe, I don't know, the majority are like, oh, I was forward and I loved attacking and whatever. And then they're like, oh man, I got pushed back to center back. So I just (laughs) Opposite. It was a total mindset shift and it took me a while, but it it was such a, a temptation to be like, wow, before I was injured, I had a little bit of a quicker step and I was one of the best defenders. And now it's like, my coach won't trust me back there. Or now, you know, he wants me to be a forward. And I mean, again, I came to love it, but there was so much time I wasted wishing that I could have been in that position again, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. 
and reliving those days. I mean, and some of that's fine and good. It's good to look back, but not when we ruminate on it and let it affect our current moment. Yeah. And so that can go in the, almost like in the right here, right now, we're in the very short time of, okay, these couple seasons and throughout the actual, like each day in practice, oh, I wish I was playing center back instead of, oh, I have to do forward. Well, that robs you of actually really experiencing and becoming maybe like coach sees something in you for whatever sport you're in, maybe coach sees something in you that you don't. And I can mm-hmm. kind of relate. I played center mid forward uh, growing up in club and everything and then played yeah in center mid in center mid in college I was playing center mid and we the my sophomore year had uh uh Katie Thorlickson from from Canada she was just a stud well she graduated Mm -hmm. and so the next year they put me at forward played a totally different position and then into the pros ended up getting put at center back which I'm like I don't want to play. And I don't even know if I shared this in another episode, but it was like four days before opening game with 15,000 people. First professional game. I don't know if I ever told you this, uh-uh. but it was just like, Hey Britt, how do you feel about center back? And I'm like, I don't feel about center back. I don't want to play center back, <laughs> but, but like, had I dwelt on, I just, I'm better at center mid or I'm better at whatever. Then I would have never took that role as a rookie played almost every minute as a center back my rookie season and got called up to the national team being a center back. Mm. So kind of in that where you're talking about, um, Oh, I really wanted to, yeah. If we dwell in that past or like, no, I'm better here. I wish I could be doing that. We won't grow. And yeah. so personally in my career um, and now I'm, now I'm, I say far removed from my soccer career. What is it? I, 2015 was my last season and I look back and just, just being straight up. Like I did not have a good, I, and this is what truly for a lot of you that are dealing with, you know, maybe your sport has ended or whatever it may be, you've had to like move forward and you're looking back. This brought a lot of depression because I was just, I used to be this fit. Mm-hmm. I used to, and then speaking about injuries, as you were talking about, I used to be able to do this. Now I, I can't really jump. Now I can't really d- cut the way I did. I've had seven foot surgeries. And so if I, if I look back, what happens when we look back that like, it's not changing anything. We're just looking back and dwelling on it. Mm-hmm. Well, we can become bitter, mm-hmm. resentful, angry, it literally robs us of our joy. And I'm talking about that a lot lately. You guys, a lot of the things that I'm dealing with are things I have to really struggle through. And sometimes you can see people, oh, I just chose to be positive and like right off the bat and soared. Well, what about the people who really struggle with that and who do do that? So that's what we are here. Sam and I, like, this is why we are doing this. We've learned from our past mistakes and failures or things that we did wrong or things that went well. And mm-hmm. so, you know, as we continue to talk in today's session or, or session um, <laughs> podcast, uh, just really take to heart. Like if we are constantly looking at this amazing athlete, I used to be on the national team. I used to all these things, then we're actually, we're not moving forward in where we are right now. Yeah. And it can be little things like, you know, obviously Brit and my examples are, are pretty significant 
you know, career changing, almost ending injuries and different levels, but it could be little things like maybe you have a new coach and you're like, oh man, I really liked my old coach better. Or you're on a new team or, I mean, every year your team changes. Oh man, we used to have this player or I used to be playing this position or, you know, I used to be this fit, whatever. Um, again, we can learn from our past but it robs us of being grateful for the opportunities we have in the present moment and from seeing those opportunities. Cause maybe, okay, yes. So-and-so left your team, but does that create a space for you to now step up as a leader or you have a new coach? Maybe you're meant to learn something new from this coach. Um, you know, it's that, it's that shift in, in perspective. Yeah. There's this pops a song in my head. It's a Lecrae song. It's like, they say, don't get bitter get better. Mm -hmm. I'm working on switching them letters. And it's just like, how different, like just one little thing, like all bitter, 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 no better. Like, how can this make me better? And I've heard this so many times and maybe you guys have, but you know, life isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. And so if we look at, Oh, this is how like everything went down and, and angry and hold on to that or live in the past, or you hear, some 60 year old men talking about their high school glory days. Like <laughs> cute, cute Bruce Springsteen's glory days. That could be the theme. I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. And as soon as we're talking, I'm like glory days. <laughs> and not that there's anything like to go back and like, yeah, celebrate and relive that. And it brings joy. Yeah, right? for sure. Go back. But we know those but- people that always are living in that place. And then it robs them. I'm like, well, what are you doing now? And like, they actually then don't, they don't grow and and literally walk into who they were to become mm-hmm. when we're holding on to the past. And yeah. this can, oh man, this can really affect us physically mm. because think about what, what stress, anxiety, um, some of these things that can happen when you're like, or depression. And it's like, Oh, I used to be this. Well, then you're always living in the past. What was that example you said about the, uh, the rear view mirror? Yeah. Well, actually I think that was yours. It was brilliant. It's like you're, oh, if you're driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're driving a car, go ahead. Oh yeah. Cause if you're, if you're driving, it's like, okay, it's good to look back, like constantly, um, just check your shoulder. But if you are mm-hmm. only looking in the rear view mirror, if you're only looking back, you have no idea where you're going and you're going to probably crash into something. So yeah. we have to have, it's good to look back and be like, okay, like that's where I've been. And these are all the things that I've learned. But if I'm only looking back, some major like horrible things could happen because we're not focusing on like where we're going. Yeah. And yeah, just, just personally, and, and, you know, maybe this is why I'm here right now talking to you. Like I, sometimes I had looked back and I'm like, man, I wish I just would have done all this different, or maybe I should have rehabbed differently or better. Or where did I, f-? like when I was in college a couple of years ago, we went back for the Notre Dame. It was like 30th, 30 year reunion for Notre mm-hmm. Dame women's soccer. And I, and I walk out onto the field. Um, it was a new field, but I just stood there and I was like, I like started to get teary-eyed and I was talking to our assistant coach uh Don and I was just like man I just wanted to win one <laughs> like I just wanted because we lost in two national championships and another final four and and I was just like 
why? And if you really look back, it can rob us, but instead, well, no, actually like, this is where I've grown. And if I hold on to that, yeah, the bitterness. And like I said, going back to injury or just health in general, it, it, there's a chemical, like physical reaction. And there's a lot of things they talk about, like, oh, gratitude and how much that actually changes the brain. Yeah. But truly what, what we focus on expands. Mm-hmm. So if we're constantly looking at the past and how good we were and how good it was and how all that, again, it, it robs us of the gift of today and where we yeah. are right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to, and maybe this is just something that, that you can do if you're like, oh, I do find myself ruminating on this experience or how things were at this time, you know, take the time to praise God for that. Like praise God that you got to play in two national championships. Praise God that I got to play right in front of my sister in high school. Um, and praise God that, you know, that the situation changed and I, I got to grow and learn a whole new position and, you know, um, but praise God for that. And look at what you learned. Look at how you learned to persevere. Look at how you've, um, learn from those people you were around and now can kind of carry on the legacy in a certain sense. Um, But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to acceptance because Mm -hmm. you are more than your past self. You are where you're supposed to be in this moment. You are where you're supposed to be. And, you know, I say that and you're probably like, Oh, but this and this, I'm still struggling with this. I'm not this like I used to be. That's okay. Like God is present. Like he is the eternal. Now he is present with you right in this moment. And that's where his grace is available. And he knows where you are. And so we could sound, oh, that's so cliche. Like you're where you're supposed to be. And we can hear that all the time. It's like, or everything happens for a reason. And it's like, well, truly (laughs) it is. And I I just look back. um, I just finished up year one of biblical school. We went through salvation history. Um, But I learned so much about things that I never even realized, um, and diving deeper, but all of the struggles and all of the things that people went through good or bad, you realize like this was all preparing them for the the mission that he had set them on the path that he had set them on. So had you not, you know, what I learned through soccer or sports, you know, all of the tools, all of the teamwork, team building, dedication, hard work, like all the things that you gained from those experiences in your sport has helped you. They say some of the best, you know, people hire um, former athletes because it's like, oh, they're driven. They know how to, they're, they're teamwork, they're consistent, they hard workers. And so you look at that, it's just like, yeah, well, how, why not? Like I used to be super good at this, or I used to be driven, or I used to be disciplined. That's not used to be, it's just find that. And how can you transform it into the next stage of your life? Or mm-hmm. again, you playing a mission and shifting. Well, what did you learn? I did this as a, uh, when I had played forward my last couple of years at Notre Dame, and then to go to that LA soul and a center back, instead of dwelling on, I wish I could play well, what did I do as a forward or like when I played forward, what really pissed me off that the defenders did? Like, how can I use this to my advantage and grow from this in whatever experience on sport, moving forward in life, whatever it may be. 
Yeah. No, absolutely. And, you know, I read this book a few years ago and, I, and the, the title of it's escaping me and I can put out in the show notes. It's an awesome book. But at one point, this concept you were talking about before of, um, you know, it's so cliche, like everything happens for a reason or everything's, you know, God's will. Well, God, God doesn't will evil for us. Right. And bad things. And now we're, again, we're talking about the good of the past, but maybe something happened. You got injured, but the book made the point. It doesn't matter if it's God's active will or his passive will, meaning he allowed something to happen or he instituted something like you got injured. Like he, he doesn't ever cause suffering, but he allows it in his wisdom because he knows, and he can always bring about a greater good. So it doesn't matter the reason. I think sometimes we can get caught up in like, well, why did I get injured? Or why did I have this experience? Um, And why am I not there now? But it, it doesn't, it's almost like the why doesn't matter. Here's reality is you are here. And we have the opportunity to, in this present moment, to turn away from the Lord, to ignore his grace, to live in the past, or to turn towards him, to say, wow, Lord, like for some reason you have me here. I don't necessarily know why. I feel like I've been experiencing this lately. It's like, wh- what the heck? Like, why? <laughs> but it, at the same time, it, it it doesn't really matter. It's like the reality is, is I'm here, Lord, and you have something for me to learn right here, right now, in this present moment. And okay, like, I- I'm grateful. Like, show me what that is. Yeah, that actually, when you talked about that, I thought about Father Mike Schmitz had, uh, I don't know if it was a homily probably like on his podcast um, homily app, but he talked about God's permissible will, how like things will happen instead of being like this. Why, why did this happen? It's just like, always look for God. What blessing do you want me to see in this? What, yeah, you know, what, where do you want me to grow in this? And mm-hmm. actually speaking of father, Mike, um, you guys all know what happened in 2020, the whole pandemic thing. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but right when, right when Corona hit, I was on a flight to Israel to go on a 10 day pilgrimage to the Holy land. And father Mike happened to be on another, like with a focus crew um, three days before us or two days before us. So it was just kind of fun to follow along with what he was saying, because I yeah. was in the midst of all of that in a different group. We never saw them. Um, but I was texting my friend Maria. I don't know. It was just really fun. But while I was over there, something that I was really wrestling with still was this exact topic we're talking about was holding on to the past. Like I had all these things. If my body, you know, if I, my body was healthy, if I was just, you know, I think about all these, you know, talk about FOMO, like all the things I'm missing out on or how I wish it could be. And really just going into prayer um, in this trip, I think I maybe explained about, I mean, we, we set out for 10 days and ended up being sent home after three days in Israel Mm. and the entire trip. I mean, from the time we left, it was like God's hand, you could start to see was in everything. And Mm. instead of being like, Oh, like we found out a day before we left, we're not going to be able to go to Bethlehem or the 
Jordan River's closed. And so I was like, dang, but we still have all these things to look forward to. Well, then each day was literally like, kind of like the manna from heaven. It's like, okay, what, what are you giving us today? Like what, what are you giving us today? And how do you want us to walk? And so again, three days there. And what like really hit me after we were talking about this with the crew really reflecting on, I mean, it was an emotional roller coaster, but in it, I had, I had, and I think a lot of people in the group had a lot of peace in the fact that like God is with us. And you saw that in the smallest of things. So after this, reflecting on all the things I missed, I was just like, dang, normally. And it's still, I was like, there's so many things I wanted to see. Sure. You think about, yeah, like, but all that we missed out on, really, it was hitting my heart, like, stop focusing on all that could have been all the things you could have done, all the things that, you know, you were supposed to have and instead just receive the gift that I'm giving you today. Mm. And honestly, we were at some of these holy sites, like the primacy of Peter. We were in this, like walking our feet in the seat of Galilee. And we were the only ones at, I remember that. I mean, I think I told you this, Sam, but the, um, Annunciation right. of our Lord. We went to the uh, whatever painting that was that I just. Oh, we went to see Tanner's Annunciation. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. So, but from that moment, like we had in the Holy Land, we had 20 minutes to just sit and reflect and pray. And normally you have like 30 seconds. Yeah. So just with that, it was just this idea of God just impressing on my heart. Brittany, stop thinking about all that you missed out, all that you have missed out on about all that could have been or used to be, and just receive the gift that I'm giving you today. Like you are here for a reason you have grown into, we are maturing. We still have a lot to learn. We're always growing and maturing, but it's just like, had I just looked at all that we missed and I focused, like I said, what we focus on expands. Had I just focused on all the bad, I would have been robbed of all yeah. of these blessings that were right in front yeah. of us. No, absolutely. And, and, and we caused that. Like I was reading, I've been reading, um, rereading this book called Interior Freedom mm. by Father Jacques Philippe, another book. Oh my gosh, I'm just throwing out all these books today. Um, but it was, it was telling the story of this woman, um, Eddie something. And she uh, was in a Nazi concentration camp. Uh, and it, she, she made this point in her diary about how we are the source of like letting others rob us of our joy. Like we can go through all of this stuff or we can look at our past and it, you know, really it's our, it's how we react. Like we're letting, um, discouragement win or ultimately the devil win. If, if we just get discouraged, if we just reflect, if we just say, Oh, I wish it still was rather than like, you're saying it's a mindset shift. Like I'm grateful that this happened. Like, thank you Lord for that opportunity. I'm so like you blessed me then I'm so excited to see how you're going to continue to bless me now, even in these tough external circumstances interiorly, I still know that you are God and that you desire to bless me and that you've given me these gifts and that it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. 
even if it looks different, it's still going to be amazing because you are in it. And that's where with, in fact, in biblical school, like one of the things that our teacher had us reflect on, and he's like, I forget what lesson we were talking about um, where in scripture, but he said, I really want to encourage you go into adoration, go into a time of prayer, go take a walk and really sit with this. But where has God blessed you? I want you to go back and remember, because if we're looking back at all, like, oh, I wish it was this way. Well, why don't you shift it into this is like, like you were saying, like, these are all the good things that's come of it, but truly like, where has God poured so many blessings onto your life? And like, where is, where has that now made you who you are today? And so if we don't remember that, like we must always remember, because if we only see the bad or we only um, see what was and that, but the forget like where God has truly brought you out of amazing um, into amazing things that you would have never been like, or we have this bitter mindset and we're angry and we're resentful because I used to be good or I used to be healthy or I used to whatever. It, it truly robs us. Mm-hmm. And speaking from experience, like, I don't want you oh, to go do that. <laughs> like, same, yeah. same. And so, yeah, Britt, as we shift into the takeaway, that's, that's one of the ones we want to leave with everybody is if you do find yourself ruminating um, or wishing you could go back, write out like what you're grateful for in those, in those circumstances and what it's taught you and how that can help you now. We just spent some time journaling like, wow, God, you blessed me and allowed me to play division one soccer. Like that was such a blessing. I'm like now from the lessons I've learned from that, you've given me the courage to start a nonprofit or do this job or because I went through this. Now I want to be a nurse, you know, like you hear those things. Um, So that's the first. The second is I want to leave everybody with it's just a passage from. Um, St. Faustina is this uh, Polish sister. She's the one that started Divine Mercy. You've probably heard of her. Um, but she has this diary that is, it, it's, it'll blow your mind. It's, it's beautiful. It's extensive. Another book to read. Sorry, that's three already today. I think we're giving you. No saying sorry. <laughs> um, but the second, literally the second entry of this diary, number two, so you don't have to even make it that far, is my favorite. I'm going to read it to you. And I think it's a lot of wisdom into what we've been talking about in terms of the present moment. So here it is. It's a, it's like four paragraphs, short little paragraphs, but let me, let me just read it to you. It's called, Oh my God. When I look into the future, I am frightened, but why plunge into the future? Only the present moment is precious to me as the future may never enter my soul at all. It is no longer in my power to change, correct, or add to the past, for neither sages nor prophets could do that. And so what the past has embraced, I must entrust to God. O present moment, you belong to me whole and entire. I desire to use you as best I can, and although I am weak and small, you grant me the grace of your omnipotence. And so, trusting in your mercy, I walk through life like a little child, offering you each day this heart, burning with love for your greater glory. Mm. I just love that. It's like every day, start your day with, Lord, I offer you this day, like you're present here. 
how do you want to use it or how are you going to bless me or how can I be a blessing to others? It's just, yeah. You know, they say, leave the past to God's mercy, the present to his grace and the future to his will. And she just, yeah, she lived that so beautifully. That's something you should write on your, on your mirror. If you guys are mirror writers or write it on a note card, say that again, Sam. Past to God's mercy, present to his grace, because his grace only exists now and future to his will. Mm. I love that. And, and so you think about like, how can we like, okay, this is what you can do. Well, how can you help others? How can you, um, be a gift to others? Well, I've had so many people pour into my life doing this when I have doubted, when I have fallen into that trap of comparing the past and how I used to be is how can you remind them of where you are today, of where they are today, Mm -hmm. of the gifts that they have today, of the things that are going well. Yes, it's okay to support and be there for someone when they're struggling through something and to kind of like let that out. But how can you remind them, what are you doing now? Get them thinking outside of the box, break that. It's kind of like a three, two, one. Like if you're ruminating in the past, what can you break? Five, four, three, two, one, break that habit and, and, find the gift or whatever you're doing now. Um, and whether that be a phone call, a text, uh, sitting there with someone or getting out there, start a dream, like start dreaming with them, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's pouring into others and in that, and that actually probably excite you about some things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up, you are more than your past self. You are where you're supposed to be. And uh, yeah, just trust that. So we'll be back with part two next week, which uh, well, is very similar to this, but we're going to kind of talk about um, maybe the past things we're not so proud of and how we still beat ourselves up for that, uh, which is something that I know I have done. So we invite you to join us again. We are here for you. Um, continue to reach out to us, suggest other ideas you'd like to hear on this podcast. We've had some people email and send in some topics. We're so grateful for that. Uh, please hashtag. I am more than if this is striking you, I am more than my past self post a picture, post a story. Uh, we'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. And again, if this, if this podcast has, has touched your heart in any way, would you consider supporting us uh, monthly $10? I mean, that's two coffees. Like how many times are we just like, Oh, I'll buy this $5 coffee, this latte, you know, two coffees a month think about it. Will you be willing to make that sacrifice for us? If you can do more, awesome. But we want to just keep this going. All right, everybody. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Play fierce. Pray fierce. Live fierce.